Hello and welcome to Corbett's Comments. I'm Dr. Otis Corbett and I invite you to come along with me as I share biblical exposition and commentary. I truly believe that God's Word is one of our greatest helps as we live for Him in the world today. And so like the psalmist, let us agree to hide His Word in our hearts that we may not sin against Him. Hello, I'm Otis Corbett, and today I want to share a word about balance as I comment on Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 13. This passage reads, In this manner, therefore, pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. You know, it's always hard for people to keep their lives in balance. When we get out of balance, some disastrous things can happen. So let me illustrate that with an example of something that I see almost every working day of my life. The offices of our Baptist Association where I work are located across the road and almost even with the end of the runway of our local airport. Airplanes and helicopters fly in and out every day that the weather allows, and sometimes it gets pretty loud. I've gotten so accustomed to the sound that I really don't hear it anymore, although sometimes the sounds of a low-flying airplane will come through on these recordings from time to time. Airplanes of all shapes and sizes land at our airport, but there is one thing that they all have in common. They all have two wings. They all have two wings. You see, balance is a vital factor for aviators because an airplane that is not in balance from side to side or from front to back will crash. The same is true for our spiritual lives and our ministries as well. We must find the right balance. For example, we're often reminded that we must balance outreach and evangelism with discipleship and sanctification. Now, this is true, even if it's hard to do from time to time. In the past, I believe we've overemphasized getting people baptized, while at the present time, I fear we're overemphasizing going deep into our spiritual lives. We humans are frail and limited, and like Goldilocks, we find it hard to get it just right. Now, I'm a Baptist. And one of our major doctrines is the autonomy of the local church. Each Baptist church is self-governing under the Lordship of Christ and the leadership of the Holy Spirit. I agree with this position totally, but I also know that sometimes we Baptists turn inward. We become insular and isolationist, and we often forget our broader responsibilities to the world. I often see Baptists who seem to think as long as everything's going well in my church and everything's all right with the world. Truth be told, we can substitute many different items for a church in that statement above, including life, family, school, job, community, or even hobby. If we think we're okay, then all is right with the world. Our God, however, has a much broader perspective than our own. He is sovereign over everything. And he has a fatherly concern for all creation and for all peoples. Now, while we often have blinders on, God sees everything. And he cares about everything and everyone. Because Jesus is our Lord, 
good stewardship of our lives and our testimony for him dictate that if God cares about something or someone, we also need to care about them as well. When we consider the Lord's Prayer, we should be reminded that the kingdom belongs to Jesus and that we belong to Jesus. As Paul taught, we have been bought with a price, and it was a high price at that. Therefore, we are servants of the sovereign king. And if he is concerned about a crisis in a nation like Ukraine, then we need to be concerned about Ukraine. If God is concerned about justice and mercy, then we need to be concerned about justice and mercy. If God is concerned about righteousness and holiness, then we need to be concerned about righteousness and holiness. If God is concerned about a different church than ours, then we also need to be concerned about that church as well. To be balanced in this commentary, I know, to be balanced in this commentary, I know that even when we are concerned about the issues and people God is concerned about, we may not have an opportunity to act. To that point, I assert that when we do have the opportunity to act, to take action, we should. When we don't have the opportunity to act or take action, we can always pray. And in fact, we should pray before, during, and after taking action in any case. God did not intend for us to belong to hermit churches or hermit families or hermit schools or hermit jobs. The way I see it, the doctrine of the kingdom of God is a great balance to the doctrine of the autonomy of the local church. We need to be kingdom-minded people, churches, and pastors. If our sovereign cares about it, so should we. Before I go, let me share my new book with you. Seminary taught me to be a pastor, but the army taught me to be a leader. I would like to share how God melded those two skill sets in my new book, Decently and in Order. It's available now on Amazon in paperback and on Kindle. If you want to know more about effectively leading teams and events, check out Decently and in Order on Amazon.com. I believe you will find it eye-opening and helpful. That's Decently and in Order by Otis Corbett. Thanks for taking a look. Thanks for listening. I'll be back soon to comment on more scripture that we can consider together to help us in our everyday lives. Every blessing. I'm Dr. Otis Corbett.